Interesting week of Overwatch League last week. What, do you, what were your thoughts on this? Um, well, the San Francisco Shock lost, so that was very surprising. They were shocked, might I add. Yeah. By both California teams, that must hurt even more. They're two rivals, knocking them off back to back. Gladiators, though. The Both Gladiators. Teams. They played really well. Dude, are you seeing Bodoing on this tracer? Birdering, I'm more concerned about Jarber on the Hanzo. That guy could can do things yeah, on that character. But a lot of people said Birdering was washed. He's playing really well this year. You know, I mean, that's what it, when DPS players get to play DPS, not Brigitte, they kind of do stuff like that. Yeah. So we're just going to get into We're going to start off by recapping last week. Oh, yeah! Uh, what team stuck, stuck out to you last weekend as contenders for this whole thing? Soul Dynasty, of course. Soul Dynasty? London, the new London players, Profit, they just all, I could just, they played so well together. It looks like they've been playing for years on the same team. And I assume some of them are friends, but it was just a very, it was very well played match of Soul Dynasty. I was surprised at how well the non-London players played on Dynasty because Toby Toby was a real question mark for me coming into this game. Was yeah. he as was he going to be as good as you know Jexay, who kind of started to replace him a little bit, and he showed up on Baptiste against the Gladiators. He was playing really well, not letting them do anything. Yeah, hundred percent. Toby was very good this weekend. Was- yeah. I don't even know the team that really stuck out to me this weekend was the Chengdu Hunters actually. They had a against the Hangzhou Spark. That was a crazy game, a super close series that Hangzhou Spark ended up pulling off the second re- reverse sweep of the season. But then the Hunters come out and just three of the Shanghai Dragons. Like, you know, they're for real this year. I mean, Reinforce has them as number eight in the power in his power rankings. So, yeah, I think the Chinese teams are like a bit of a mix up because I feel they're going to have on and off days like shown probably by the Shanghai Dragons, where they're just, like, like I don't know if you saw, but the Spug, they just, like, turned something on, and they started playing ten times better. Shanghai was playing so much better than they did against the Charge. And you can say, say the same thing about the Charge, when uh they looked did not look like a, you know, they did not look really good against the Dragons, and they came out against the Spark, and they looked a lot better. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be like a, uh, it's going to be a lottery. You don't know what's going to happen. Now, what's going to make it better for some of these teams is the Vancouver Titans are actually going to start playing in that division in week 10. So the Titans are going to play the Charge and the Hunters. So for teams like the Dragons and teams like the Spark and the Hunters that want to show that, that people are saying that they could be like contenders for play-ins and playoffs even, they, those are games you got to win against the Titans, and I mean, it's hard to do, but, you know, the teams that like win against when Nixle gets thrown in there as well, the teams that win those, those games are going to be the ones playing at the end of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, do you have Van- do you think Vancouver is the best right now? I do think Vancouver is the best. In my opinion, if you have Jaehong on your bench, you are automatically a top three team in the league. Obviously, but you know Jaehong's there for, like, a veteran. But uh, He's there for the veteran, yeah. He went for the Hoxo Nanoblade. He he could start on a major on a few teams in the Overwatch League. Yeah. Which if he's sitting on if you're sitting Jay Hong, I don't care who you are, you gotta be in the top. So uh so we talked about the good teams. Let's talk about the bad teams. What kind of sh- surprised you, or should I say what shocked you this weekend? Of course the San Francisco shock. They just did not look comfortable. I don't know what they were trying to do with the wrecking ball. Smooth came in from what we thought they were going to go to double shield. Then he ended up playing ball. It was it was interesting with what Smurf did and what Sinatra on off tank. And just Troy Oban in general. Just they didn't really have a, have a plan, it seemed like. I feel they got to keep... If they don't have Super and Sinatra in... Like... Now, but the thing was, is that everyone was talking about that. 
and when they made their championship run, Super didn't play at all. Yeah. It was all Smurf. And what the Shock would do is, in the grand finals, they did this as well. They would put in a roster with Sinatra and Rascal, and they would have an English-based comms. And then they would put an architect and striker and go Korean, like full Korean comms. And Moth would just go from like being a vocal leader in comms to just not talking in Korean comms. Yeah. So they might have been trying to do a little bit of that. But, you know. Here's my problem. If they want to go back to that, they have to realize Smurf was playing Arissa the entire time. Smurf was playing Arissa. And now, as an off tank, and like when you want to do Super Smurf, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't like the Super Smurf. I think Choi has a very good Sigma. They probably should have ran Double Shield. I don't like Smurf in general. Why are you not playing Super? Well, I think they were realizing that Super... I feel like... He, ha- he has an Arissa. We what? saw him in the World Cup last year. He has an Arissa. Yeah, that, he learned it very quick. So I think he can. But the, the coaching staff, Krusty, he might have thought, like, they might need to get used to Super more on Arissa with, like, Choi. And it's it's odd to me that they tried to play with... Sinatra, maybe there was some communication issues with, or they just, Choi was not playing good on Well, that's what I was confused about too. I, I texted to you, is Choi that bad at Zarya? Because the reason he put Sinatra on off tank is to play Zarya. Because he has shown he's been the top Zarya in the league, in GOATS meta, and in this meta, I mean, he hasn't changed. Okay. But when Sinatra's on off tank, he's not on DPS. But Dude, Sinatra's not on DPS. Yeah. Well, I also, there's rumors out there that Shaq are not as happy as a team as with, they've been hyped up to be. Or 100% with the Rascal trade rumors just running rampant. I've talked to Dallas fans and Dallas people and they said it's not going to happen. I don't believe it's going to happen, but it's scary that it could happen. Yeah, I and think they, would they gotta keep think. Rascal. I, me too. It's they lose a lot of depth without Rascal being there because now, if you want to have Sinatra go to off tank, which is what, which is another question, which why wasn't Rascal playing at all that weekend? That's what I'm saying. There might be like some internal issues. That was when I started believing he was going to get traded because he just didn't play at all, and it kind of hurt him when you know, Architect had to really take a big leap. Yeah, Striker showed that he's still a very good Tracer. We saw a lot of good stuff from the Shock that weekend, too. We saw Striker on Tracer. Ans showed that he can maybe do something. I think Ans played very well. He did play really good. He got in for two maps only, only but they were they were good two maps. Yeah, what that leads me to like wonder what's going on with Architect. Yeah. Basically, Ans and Architect have the same hero pool, basically. And, like, they're using Architect and Ana, which is, it's really confusing to change out your flex support every other map. I don't know. To, like, the basically one trick. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's got to be something good. Yeah. But we have to remember, I mean, everyone thinks the Shock are just going to be the undefeated beasts, which I thought they were going to be, too. But the Shock lost three games in stage one last year. They were the sixth seed in the tournament, and they still ended up going all the way into that stage playoffs. And, I mean, it's still you can still lose games early on and still make the playoffs and do really well. Oh, I agree. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Shock, let's say the, there's no patch. Like, even from here to the owl, that really is, like, game-changing. Hear me out. If Shock can just barely sneak in, when they get to the playoffs where there's no hero bands, they have a high chance of winning it all. And we don't even know how the playoffs are going to work with, you know, is everyone going to make it? Is it going to be a league uh, format like, you know, yeah, like how it was last year? I would think if everyone would make it, it might be really cool to see. Like, it, would be, it wouldn't be cool. It would be cool for the shock. It would suck for that, you know, the five-seeded Paris Eternal to have to go up against 11-seeded San Francisco in the first round. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think one of the other disappointing teams was the Shanghai Dragons. Amidst all the hype, amidst their first success against the Charge, 
Just losing 3-0 to the Hunters in general, it's not very good. Yeah, and it wasn't... They didn't show very much promise against the Hunters. Which, that entire division is going to be locked up. And against the Hunters, that's a team that you got to win to get out of that division. Alive, basically. Uh-huh. And they're not... Without doing that, they're not going to, you know... This might be early, but after this weekend, I know this probably won't happen because they are playing each other, but I think those four could really be top 12. They they very much could be top 12, but because of how this whole thing works, Charge are going to get screwed over, and then either Spark or Hunters are going to get screwed over, very likely. Two of those three teams are going to get screwed over. Charge, Hunters, and Spark. Probably. I think Shanghai will do well. I'm not sh- like Chengdu. I think they just didn't know what to do against the ball. They got hunters. They got hunters. Yeah, but I don't know. Here's the thing: people are like getting mad at, and stuff that, and they're saying Chengdu is gonna suck this weekend. No ball. I'm saying, dude, bring out the Amang Ryan out. The Aming Reinhardt. And we've seen it against Bumper. Now, it was Bumper, but it was <laughs> Vancouver Titans. It was Bumper. against Vancouver. And Aming, they took him to a map five and almost won that game. Yeah, Route 66 especially was a very good map for Aming on that Reinhardt. An- another question this week is what, what is up with the LA Valiant? That's what I'm trying to put my finger down. Yeah. Are they good? I think they. I don't know. I don't like Gig. I think he's too aggressive of a player. Is it going to, like, I don't know, because you, you see, I mean, they come out and beat the Shock, and then they go out and lose to the Dynasty and the Titans. Are they going to be just, like, that perennial middle team that just can take care of business but can't beat the top teams? Well. The LA Gladiators, in, like, every single season of Overwatch League before? Like, the Shock. Are you declaring them top team? I, I still think the Shock are a top team in the Overwatch League. It would be a crime to not. I don't. I think it's wrong. It, it's one weekend. If they yeah. if they come out and do it again, then you gotta actually start saying stuff about it. But if they come out and roll three zero the next two, oh, hundred percent different story. If if they come out, dude, then they're back in the top five. And who knows what? If, what if Lucio was banned? What if Moth just sucks at break? He's just a Lucio one trick, and now all of a sudden he comes back on Lucio and they start dominating again. The Lucio is actually a big problem for the. Yeah, and you were looking at the shock too. They were running a comp that you know you need a speed boost. Yeah. So they would kind of just like against the double shield. The gladiators did this too. They would kind of just kind of walk forward, and then all of a sudden, you know, because they don't have that speed boost, they can't close the gap. So it would be they would just stand there taking damage. Yeah, it's like trying to run a, a rush comp versus a bastion. You can't really get to the bastion without a speed boost. Yeah. So that's that just about recaps our games last week. But now we're gonna do uh we have some it's been a really sad week of Overwatch. How disappointing. So first of all, obviously it's very sad. All homestands have been cancelled. Yeah. Which considering how amped up it was for the first ones and we still had some big Paris homestands with about there was about 14 teams going to the Paris homestand Guangzhou was going to have the charge they were going to have like 10,000 people at each homestand it's a shame that they will not be able to uh you know have that but in this time this is a it's good that they're encouraging people to stay home and not go out and spread the virus yeah now number two you keep going. You keep going uh, first. I'm sorry. It's uh, <laughs> it's very sad that we no longer get to see homestands. I will say the, the what we like to call home field advantage was actually there. Oh, hundred percent. A lot of people say, well, as the, I don't know how to word this, but like, <laughs> a lot of people do not believe in the esports scene, and this was a very. And homestands were kind of getting the word out that, like, esports is big now. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, number two, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, it's fine. But we have some breaking news right now. This just surfaced three hours ago. Hip from the Paris Eternal 
has retired from the Overwatch League. Oh, man. I don't know if you heard about that. I did not. So, the Paris Eternal, Gray is now their flex support player. Hip just, he didn't really say why. He just is said for health reasons. Crazy stuff going on. Um, well, I think we saw this at the start of the season with all this traveling, that there might be a lot of burnouts. But now that the traveling's older, or I mean, over, what do you think the, like, he said health issues, right? Uh, I'll re-look up the tweet right now. But, I, I mean, I don't believe that he has, you know, I know what you're thinking of. Which, just looking back at it, he uh, he said this is his hardest choice to make, obviously. He said it's the best decision for me, his well-being, and his health. Now, we've had similar retirements like this, I believe, in the Overwatch League. Siegel dropped out. Similarly, Fisher is famous for this. <laughs> yeah, just so, leaving yeah. for health, like, such as effect. And he was such a good player, too. Like, this is this is different with Hip, because he had upside on a Paris team that had a lot of upside. Yeah, it depends. Gray's a young talent. Coming, he, he got a lot of hype last year on his signature Ana. Which, it's a great time to be an Ana player right now. Yeah. In this meta. It's getting, she's getting played a lot. But it, I think that Eternal will be fine. I think that Gray can fill the shoes of Hip pretty quick. Yeah. Obviously, Gray played for Team Portugal in the World Cup, where they were defeated by Saudi Arabia in one of the preliminary <laughs> rounds. But, it's always nice to see more Europeans playing on that Paris team as well. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the Paris Eternal fan base with all of this? I feel like they got to be thinking that they're going to go to a Korean roster. Well, I don't know. I mean, they, they only have four Korean. They only have four Koreans on their team, yeah. which with Hip gone, I mean, Gray, the, if Gray can step up, it'll be fine. But if they have to go, I mean, Korea is just a spawning ground for flex support players. Yeah. So, I mean, with Sparkle and XZ going to be the DPS line, and then uh, it looks like day by day that it's going to be like Nas with Hanbin, and then you might see maybe Nas might start to play a bit more in flexible weeks. Yeah, I thought he played well on the uh, Winston. Yeah. Against Philly. In- and now, yeah. Our last bit of news for this week. I'm gonna sorry for cutting you off again. We gotta. <laughs> this is our first episode. Okay, we're getting used to this. The Boston Uprising have had uh, something interesting happen. You know, uh, <laughs> they tell they tell players to get advice from uh, former players to learn about the league. This player took advice from the wrong former player. Mufin of the Boston Uprising has been a. Uh, accused of sexual assault charges and was not playing against Toronto Defiant in a game where they probably needed a guy like Mufin in the game. What are your thoughts on that? I think Boston goes down even more. I mean, Jerry's been the shining light, but people got to realize Mufin was not bad. He was not bad. good. Especially in the Houston game. And you can't rely on a Jerry to flood a deadlift the entire season. Yeah. He'll, here's the thing. He's in one of those situations such as Fleta in season one where at the end of the year, he might start to not able, he might not be able to do it anymore. Which would, yeah, which would suck because then the team, which not saying that they're going to be in it at the end of the year like Dynasty was. Yeah. But, you know, it would suck to just watch them get 3 out 3 out 3 out back to back to back just at the end of the year. Just like last year, where they just here's the thing. Hopefully, the it doesn't end up like Fleta, where teams just realize they need to shut down Fleta, and then Boston screwed. That's what that's what the game plan would be for Boston right now. It's just if Jerry doesn't play well, they don't win. Yeah, but Color Hex been playing pretty well. I mean, he's good. You can get a, you can get a, a solid map out of Color Hex, in my opinion. A solid, great map, and then maybe some good maps later on in the set. But he hasn't really shown up like Jerry has at all. 
Yeah. I don't know what Boston's doing every year now. They just, they get rid of the uh, hidden gems that they find every year. Like Now, here's a, here's a scenario I want to I ask you about with the Boston Uprising. What if the trade went through where they shipped fusions off to LA Valley and, and they got Fate and KSF? How do you think they'd be better or worse? Um. Well, I think they'd be better, of course. With Jerry and KSF, that's kind of scary. Yeah. But then Fate as your main tank, they'd probably have an entirely different main tank playing right now. One hundred percent. A Korean main tank. A Korean main tank. So that's it. Now we're now we're gonna talk about our next segment, uh, power rankings. Everyone's favorite. Oh, I love it when that happens. How do we rank the teams? Um, one Vancouver. For, wait, okay, before we start, before we start, before we start, how far do the shock fall in your power rankings? Um, pretty far. Not that I mean, not actually that far. I still think they are. A top team, of course. Just if well. we're going off last week or this week? Uh, going off last week, like when they were, uh, like after they lost the Valiant. Oh, uh, then I. It's sort of a Jurassic fall for being the shock, but I don't think it's yeah. like the. Um... It was four slots, which is fine. They they dropped farther on mine. Yeah. I have the... So let's start. Yeah. So let's start with the power rankings. Uh, Vancouver Titans won. Agreed. I mean, with Slime and Twilight as the best back line in the Overwatch League, probably. Long Fisher way. showing he's a top player. Don't forget Jay Hong. Jay Hong, <laughs> the solid bench player. And then their DPS line is just astonishingly good. This team is going to be a contender. Now, at number two, we have some parity. You have Dynasty. I have Fusion. Um, I just think Dynasty will be more consistent. Fusion every year is not that consistent with their DPS line. But we've seen this year it's been different, though. They've got a more consistent roster. But I love the man. But Kope is not always consistent. Me too, but f- I mean, they beat Nixel five and one is nothing to scoff at. Oh, 100%. But when I saw Soul play, it, it was just sheer dominance. See, the, I, I, I won't know about Dynasty until we see later. They don't play this week, which sucks because this would be a big week for Dynasty. But I want to see them play the Shock. I want to see them play the Titans. Wait, who did Dynasty know? play this weekend? They played the Valiant and the Gladiators. See, I mean, the Gladiators <laughs> are, in my opinion, very good team up there. Like we don't know anything. We don't know anything with how the shock. The shock just ruined everything. Yeah, the shock ruined what we think is a very good team and a good team. Because like the the valiant. I mean, if the shock would have just three out the valiant, we would have known that dynasty would have been good. The gladi- gladiators would have been good, and the shock would have still been good. Like three good teams. Now we don't know if the shock are good or the are they bad. You know. Yo, Dom. Yeah. I have a question. Going back to uh, that trade you said, you do know Fate's on Florida Mayhem, right? Fate is on Florida Mayhem. Fate was traded after the original deal that fell apart. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, I believe it was asking. I get confused between apply and asking. Asking and fusions getting sent off to Valiant in exchange for Fate and KSF. That trade was so close to being done. They actually bought Fusions a going away dinner. Yeah. And then they just pulled the plug on the trade. I'm not sure why, but... I mean, it ended up working for both parties involved. Because the Valiant ended up getting Fact Fiction out of that, who helped out a lot, and KSF is just good. Yeah, but not really for Boston. Boston went downhill. All right, I'll, I'll give you Dynasty at two, but can we agree Fusion? Philly's at three, then. Dynasty's at two. Um, yeah. And then Nixel at four? 100%, yeah. I think. Now, we get into the five slot. 
I still have Paris at five. Lads. I don't think I can't. You can't. No. Gladiators. You can't. You can't prepare. I think Paris could be a top two team. They could be. So could Gladiators. But the thing about Paris is, look at the look at Paris's roster. Okay, but look at them on paper. On paper, with with like the guys that they're playing, Nico, Ben, Best. I mean, they're not supposed to be winning against the, you know, against like the good teams, like the Fusion. Okay, but, but they are the Gladiators game. I did watch the Gladiators game. I watched both against Gladiators the games. I did watch the Gladiators against the Shock. I also watched the Gladiators against the Dynasty, where they fell apart. Yeah, but you wanna know who is very consistent out of that? Birdring. Yes, I birdring. Of course. Birdring and the DPS line overall. Axie has been like the best player in Overwatch League this year. Yes, but when it comes down to it, the Tracer duel, I'm telling you, Birdring will beat soon. Yeah, but the reason I have Paris Eternal so high is they're playing soon in Nico and they're winning they're winning games. Imagine when Sparkle comes. Yeah. This team is gonna be unstoppable. Who do you who do you play now? Uh, oh you oh, oh you gotta play Sparkle. Nico, you have to play Sparkle. Sparkle XC, XC. It's gonna be XC and Sparkle. I don't know. I don't think XC has what it takes in the Widow one run. Uh I think he does. I think XC has what it takes in the Widow one one. I sound like uh Vinny right now. Uh I think Paris is gonna is really good. I think that it's a crime that we're rating him this low. I have them in next after and Shock. I have the Gladiators in six and Paris in five. I have we, Gladiators, we, five, Shock, six. Are we five. cool? I think I think Paris is going to be at five. Just, I mean, the Gladiators, they're, they're too new. It's weekly rankings. And Paris has been more consistent so far. Did Paris play last weekend? Paris did not play last weekend. They play this weekend in a big game against the Houston Outlaws. If, if in a week, in a week, in a dive week, we get to 10. see. A, we get a dive week. If Paris does not lose, they're not out of the top ten. If Paris loses, they probably go to like nine. No, because hear me out. If they lose to Outlaws twice, that proves to me that they're not consistent, as everyone says they're going to be. Well, or, or that might just mean Outlaws are really good in dive, which they are. But hear me out. If you realized. That the Outlaws, they're, they're a decent team. They probably could, no, they should be better. I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> Eternal came right back after they knew what the meta was. Which is going to be, which is scary because, you know, I mean, this week it's going to be dive. We know it's going to be dive before the game. Yes, but hear me out. Did you see? Uh, did you see the schedule for this upcoming weekend? I do have the I have the schedule for the upcoming week up right now. Yeah. So when you see that, is that a Saturday game for? That is a Sunday game. Sunday. Do Paris Eternal play on Saturday? Paris Eternal does not play on Saturday. Houston's gonna win. <laughs> but going going into the week already though. It's gonna be dive because Brigitta, May, and McCree are banned. There's no stuns at all. What about Ryan? Reinhardt? Ryan, I mean, uh, Ryan Arisa's. I mean, Ryan Arisa. Ryan is not good. Paris looked un- Paris looked uncomfortable on Ryan Lucio. Uh, Ryan Arisa. What about Ryan Lucio? Ryan and Lucio are back. I don't know about that. I think dive is gonna be a better comp, and with Gray coming in, dude, all of a sudden that's such short notice. I'm with Johnny, dude. You already know. Let the Lions fool you, dude. No one's <laughs> I mean, this sucks for the real loser of hero bands is the Hunters, because a man could finally play ball without stuns, and then they just said no. <laughs> yeah. Nor- Alright, so we're going to keep Paris at five. Gladiators at six. Sharkfall to seven. Yeah. Which is shocking. How much uh, make that? In an earthquake of a game... San Francisco. I don't know what's up. Do they have a plan? They might. Did they might have a plan? They might not have a plan. But they're, they're still the shock, so they're gonna be in the semifinals. Um. Next, Atlanta. Atlanta Red, definitely strong team. I still think that they might win the division over Philly. 
I don't. <laughs> I still have – I had him winning pregame, and I'm not abandoning that pick yet. I still think that Atlanta can do it. Okay. Well, we haven't seen them, so Oster, they still have a good team. They they beat Mayhem pretty badly, which is good. I mean, they've only lost to Parrish, which so is Fusion. So. And then, okay, who do you have next? This is where it gets fun. Because it's kind of like we have got eight teams that you got to rank, and then the next tier, which is just everyone else. Um, Shanghai. I've got Valiant. Valiant. Oh, uh, I would agree with putting Shanghai. I would not. I would put Shanghai up there in front of Dragon Valiant, though. Is here's my thing. I would have put Chengdu there for the reason of that. Obviously, they beat the Shanghai Dragons. But then, but then, if but then you put Hangzhou up there because they beat the Hunters. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> that. I I think that this entire Chinese thing, we have to see more of it. One team is gonna. This is what's gonna happen. One team is gonna show that they're top of the pack, and then one team's not going to, or they're all just gonna. It's, it's gonna be like <laughs> spin the bottle. Who wins? <laughs> spin the bottle. Oh, that's such a good comparison. That's such a bad analogy. It's gonna be a toss up though, and it's gonna say we're gonna we're gonna really see because I'm telling you, two of those four teams are just gonna get screwed over and like deserve to be in playoffs. Yeah, hundred percent. So then after Valiant, uh, I have Spark. I have Hunters. You have Hunters in front of Spark. I don't know. I, I like the Spark. I mean, they did kind of, you know, beat Hunters. Yeah, but Shanghai beat Chengdu. But then, yeah, you know, Chengdu lost to Hangzhou, and it's just a triangle. But if you, if you think, hear me out. Who thought that Chengdu would be this good? I mean, no, no one thought the Hunters would be this well, but they're still a Hunter. If you know what they do, they, you know, teams play down to the skill level of Hunters. That's but they've been good. I think right they've now, been good at that. They're going to be very good. Right now, this is the, like, start of the year for them. Yeah. This is where they're best. But after they play these teams five times each, let's say, yeah. the teams will know what they're doing. Which is, 100%. Which is very... Very hard to say for the Hunters. <laughs> I mean, we'll never know what they're doing, especially with Hero Pools. Yeah. But I can, I can just imagine scrimming the Hunters. And just like, okay, like watching VODs about the Hunters and seeing what they play, and then they just scrim like the most random stuff ever. Yeah, see, you don't know any scrims for, for the Hunters don't matter. <laughs> they don't matter. Hey, Jane. All right, so a- after that, we have a 12 spot. I've got the Houston Outlaws. Uh, whoa, whoa. I got the Spark or Hunters. I got to put one of them there. No, you. we already have them ranked, though. Oh, are we going Chengdu Hunters and then Spark, or are we going Spark Hunters? We're going Spark Hunters because Spark won the game. And I just feel like it would be unjust to, you know, do them like that. Okay. I have Houston Outlaws at 12, and as an Outlaws fan, it's a bit of bias. But I think that depending on how they do against Paris, it might be justified. I'm gonna go Valiant. We already have Valiant up there, though. Where? We have them uh, above Spark. I have them above Spark. Yeah, but I don't. Why? I don't know. I just don't think they're better than Spark. I don't think they're the better team. I think that they are. I actually messed up the rankings too. By the way, we're actually looking for the buying for the 13 spot right now with that Houston Outlaws. But the Valiant, I believe that they are going to be. I mean, you can't do it like that. They just beat the Shock. Yeah, but can they do that every weekend? That's going to be the question. They've got some big games coming up this weekend. They've got some games. They have to play Dallas again. Yeah. And they have to... No, no. Why don't we just go 13 with the team that proved themselves that. See, like they started, in it and people were like, "See, this team could be good." You're, like, you're, we're not. What, what do you mean by team that proved themselves for thirteen? The the team that proved themselves, and that they should still be like heard as a team is the charge. No. No, it, no. The charge have looked the weakest in that division. Did they beat the spark? They did beat the Spark, but the Spark beat the Hunters, and the Hunters beat the Dragons. 
<laughs> this is just the most confusing week ever. Yeah, but th- th- the point is, why do we have the charge down all the way down if we- they beat the Spark, but the Spark go ahead of Hunters when the Hunters beat the Dragons? I don't know. I see where you're, I see where you're coming from now. I see where you're coming from. I just, you know, I'm just not sold on him yet. I mean, Happy's good. Eileen's good. Why don't we go... Narrow's pretty Charge good. Outlaws. Charge Outlaws? Okay. And then we have to put London. Then we have to put London below Houston. Oh. Because we're, we're doing it to London. London. I don't know why you have London at 19, but you do. Well, who's that other than Toronto? Did you change it? I believe that you had London at 19. Yep, still have them. I don't know why you would have London at 19 after all they've done. What did they do? I'm getting flamed for uh, putting them uh, about a, what do you call it? Putting them in like, out, just out of the top 10, basically. What did they do? What did they-, they won their games. They won their games. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Against you? Who did they beat? They beat Justice. They beat Houston. They beat Mayhem. Those are teams that they should be beating. They beat. Sure, they were close games. Sure, their luck is going to turn on them eventually. But, you know. All I'm saying is they're not that good of a team if you're going to put them up high. They're going to be one of those teams that can beat low rank, can't beat anyone, or not come close, or... They won't be able to come. They have came close though. They played Nixo really hard. Yeah, but that was the first game of the year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see with this team. We're just gonna leave them there for now. Uh, do they play week ten? Um. They do not play week ten or week nine. So we got a while before we see this London squad back in action. Well, I guess we can put them there. Well, yeah. Justice. And then at, I have Toronto. I don't think. Toronto. I was comparing the Toronto to Justice roster, and there's no way Defiant should lose that game. See, that's what you think. (laughs) That's so true. But looking at the lineups, I mean, Corey is good. Corey is good. You think that, but then you look at the Outlaws roster compared, and do you think Toronto's going to beat them? See, that's a good point, but you know. Look at the tank lines for the teams, and you can see. You see, that's, the tank line is a lot better. I think Kariv is overrated a little bit. I've always thought he's been a little bit overrated. I don't think he's as good this year as he's been in previous years. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, but look, I think, but you know. Uh, support line for, I believe, Justice, yeah. Do they have Ark, right? Ark and Aim God. Aim God play, is playing well. I yeah. think he's always been actually one of the uh, shining stars last year of the Boston Uprising, but he was not getting along with Kevin. But he's still Aim God, though. Aim God is very good. You say shining stars of the Boston Uprising, the second worst team in the league. But, like, look at, just hear me out. You Aim can God. say that AJ, AJ, like the shining stars of the Cincinnati Bengals, but because they still play glass, they don't get any pro bowlers because their players aren't very good. Well, of course, but AJ Green is still one of the best wide receivers we've seen. <laughs> okay, but like looking at their look at the tank lines, like Ooh. Roar and Elevos compared to Nevix and Beast. Roar and Elevos have been playing very well. I'm it's telling de- you, it's Stratus. like dead even. It's Stratus. It's Stratus. Uh, that's not a that's not a poor assumption to make. I'm telling you, he has not looked that good. Corey's been carrying sort of. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what Corey's been doing since day one of Boston. Of course. Or Boston, Washington. Roy, I believe, is still a very good or a good tank. He's not. He's not a bottom tank. Ellie he's not a bottom tank. Shown that he's been playing very well, or shown that he can play very well as well. All right, fine. We'll put Justice there, but we're putting Defiant in front of the Dallas Fuel, who we have a solid in okay. third to last. And then after that, Dallas Mayhem. Dallas Mayhem, Boston. Okay, I like that. That's going to be the toilet bowl, Mayhem versus Boston. Mayhem versus Boston. That's going to be a a close game. That's going to be El Clasico. Everyone, all those haters yelling at us that uh, Houston's too high. I'm telling you, (laughs) you got to 
See, we're Houston fans, so. Oh, 100%. That, I, I get so much flame in the Shock Discord. I'm, like, wanted in the San Francisco Shock Discord for putting Houston there. Like, what do you expect? Everyone the laughing stock in the league other than the Boston Uprising, of course. Other than the Boston Uprising. I believe that they're going to be a lot better. I think they're going to show up against Paris. I don't, speaking I, of, yeah, speaking wait, of next week, or keep going, keep going. I want to hear this. What I don't get is, do people just not realize the Outlaws won their last two? No, people don't. People see that they lost to Justice, and they lost to Mayhem, and they lost to Boston, and they suck. Yeah, but look at that Boston game. They they sucked, and then they act they they showed that they can still that they uh, have the uh, or that they have the mental capability to stay in it. And we've 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 known that from Muma. Muma yeah. has been not playing well on that lineup. Baron Winston, he showed that he's a top Winston player. He's he's always been an elite Winston. Remember now the thing about Houston is if you remember. If in season one they get a tracer player, if Dante was on Houston in season one, they would have been, you know, yeah. who knows how far they would have went. They were forced to play the counter dive, but then tracer got too strong. And then yeah. And then Link's and Jake was swapping. Now let's talk about next week's games and do it. Let's get some predictions going. Some yes picks. Feel me? Yep. Shanghai Spark. Shanghai and Spark. I'm taking Dragons. That's a Dragons win. It's going to be a Dragon. I think the Dragons are going to start pulling away. That's going to be a humbling loss for for the Hunters. 3-1? Dragons 3-1. I agree. Hunters Hunters Charge. What a fun one. Dude, we're we're keeping the money ball Olin. Keeping the money ball rolling, charge. No, it's gonna be hunters. You're gonna it's sell it. No, no. You mean no hun- they hunters? Cannot, three one. They, the charge cannot let the series go on. If it gets yeah, true. at five on another control, it's all over. Yeah, the the game plan for the charge is just to win in three maps and get it over with. Yeah. Because the longer they sit in the glory of the Ameng Reinhardt, it's not gonna go very well for him. Yeah, the craziness of the hunters. Gets to every team. Yeah, I mean, as we've seen, you can go, you can play the long game with the hunters, like the spark did, and take them to five maps. But they had all the momentum at that point, you know. Now, next up, we have a uh, Washington and Toronto. Ooh. Oh boy! Just- you know when we were. You know when we were talking about how we were just arguing about how which team was better? We get to see now which team is better. Yeah. Well, that's with this hero bands. Hero bands. Which, I mean, it doesn't do much yeah. except for take out the entire meta. You want to know why the, uh, Justice could lose this game? Stratus, from what, I've, from what I know, has a very good May. Is that right? Yeah, he can play far. He's a, he's a two-trick. I guess, yeah. He can't play far. Cree's out of it. But what we- no, There's no Cree either, so I that could be nice. He can run far, but what I am excited to see is the show for the Koi, Widow Duel. Or the- I just love seeing show for in general, especially that Widow Duel against Kori will be hype. Or do you think they put play Ladrix on that Widow? Uh, I believe that it'll... I mean, for the Justice have been doing, it's been... It's been odd. With yeah. the justice I've been doing. It's been a lot of sure for and agilities. It's been a lot of logics on map one, but you know, we're not much after that. Yeah. So see, these teams match up really nice, really well against each other. Yeah. So this will be a fun one. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm taking Toronto though. I'm taking Toronto three two. I'm gonna take Justice three two. I think it's then- a long run. Toronto have a team that fades through the game. Fades. See, like, most people say, no, they get better as the game goes on. But if they win early... Statistically speaking, they've been won every single map one game. They've I don't, Has Toronto lost a first map before? I'm dead serious. I don't, Toronto may be undefeated on the first round of control 
and then they just lose every map after that. Lock, uh, coincidence, logics, please. <laughs> it might be logics. No. The shining point of the mayhem season one. Well, okay. So three, two, three, two for both sides. Yeah. No. Now we got a gladiators Dallas. We get to see Fuel play again. I'm excited. If Fuel can show that they're not a pile of trash, then they'll Which... go up. I think they'll go up from being uh, in that contention for one of... Well, here's the thing. How do you rank people now? The only team that's declared bad is the Uprising. Yeah. Like what you, you can't. You can't with Hero Every Bands. team is actually like... It's not even that. It's that every team is good. Like, there's <laughs> not a day that I don't think the Outlaws, for example, won't be able to beat, like, a team such as Justice. There's not a day that I don't think the Justice can't be Outlaws. Yeah. I think that Dallas, any day of the week, could beat Justice. They could beat yeah. Rangers. So- That's going to be a fun matchup in two weeks. Okay. Dallas and Justice. Glad's three. Glad's all the way. Three. Glad's, yeah. And then uh, we, get an, we get an interesting match, actually. It's a bit of a rematch. It's the Valley and the Shock play right again. Shock. Storyline. It's going to be, it, it's, it's scripted. The season is scripted. The Shock, they're going to win every single game and just go undefeated and win it all. No, what the heck? It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a victory for the shock. Shock three zero. Three zero. They are gonna come back swinging, dude. Super on that line, oh, dude. He is gonna hit the fattest shadows you've ever seen. Gig. Oh, it's gonna be. It. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a bloodbath in the streets of Dorado, as the Valiant just sit there wondering of what could have been as the shock beat them three zero. Scripted. <laughs> And now we go to Sunday, where, you know, because we're lacking originality here in the Pacific East, Hunters and Dragons play again. What do I think happens here? I think Dragons win. I think Shanghai's more prepared, but I think Hunters will get it done. No. Don't, no. Don't buy Hunter stocks. Dude, uh, we're all in for the Hunter stock. Don't buy Hunter stocks. Amen will show friggin' what free field or whatever. Fear, uh, yeah. Fearless, I believe. Fearless. Well, free field was season one. <laughs> uh, season one dragons. Season one We dragon. miss them. So deep. We miss them all. <laughs> now, the next game, once again, we got Spark in charge. I think Spark pulled this one out the second time. Yeah. Even though it could very well be super tight. Actually, no. Spark. Spike, Spike. I'm going with a theory that each Chinese team's gonna win each weekend so that they can all make the playoffs. <laughs> Ooh, scripted. Scripted. The four fourteen and fourteen teams. Of course. And then uh Houston and Paris. Is Houston Outlaws. Paris wins three one. Houston Outlaws. By what score? Um, oh my god, 3-2. It's going to be a 3-1 victory for Paris. I believe Paris is the better team. Reverse sweep. That's a bold move. Ilios, Ilios. It's going to end on Ilios. It's going to end on Ilios. Okay. Bold hot take already. Uh, Philly Fusion at Washington Justice. It goes without saying. Philly's going to win it probably 3-0. Philly, 3-1. 3-1, he's going to give him a mat. Yeah, I think Justice can take control. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Justice have lost control maps in the past, but, you know, they've won a couple. They actually beat Fusion on control, hold on, I believe. Hold on. Uh, people have to realize, we're going to see probably Surefoot, Corey, and Carp- Carpe v. Okay, v. Corey. Part 2. Carpe v. Corey, part 2. Yes, hear me out. Carpe v. Corey. Part two. <laughs> uh, and then the last game is Valley and Dallas, which is no, a questionable one. I like this. This is a good game. 
If it's a close one, we we know that these are both teams in the middle pack. If it's a blowout, yeah. one team shows that they're not a a bottom scraper, and one team is uh now treading water. I think Dallas can win this game. I hundred percent agree. But here's the thing: Do you think the DPS can keep up with the uh, Do- Doha and DK? Doha and DK. I believe they can. I mean, we saw. Uh, I think no one saw the Valiant win coming. I'm sorry, but control to me is just who has the better DPS. <sighs> no one saw the first game coming between Valiant and beating Fuel. No one saw that coming. Valiant were predicted to be a lower team. I probably had them. I had them on my lower side of the spectrum. Oh yeah. And then they came out and just rolled Dallas. But you do know Dallas, dude. Dude, they want blood. They do want they blood. Want the- They're that. Being a Houston fan, but Dallas just wants blood. Dude, Dallas. They are burning the, the, burn blue, dude. It's it's burning in the sky. Are they gonna? Are we gonna see uh some burnout? Dallas feel they're gonna burn out, or you know? No. We're gonna get a bonfire filled with the wings of Valiant. I think. Uh, I don't think it's a blowout. Three two Dallas. I think it's gonna be a three one win for Dallas. So those are those are our picks. Statistically, Mitchell has done way better than me this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I put way too much faith in Houston early in the year, and that kind of messed me up entirely. Also, I put my I so I bought a bunch of Atlanta stocks, and then they lost to Paris, and then it was just a huge L. Atlanta stonks. I bought a lot of Atlanta stocks. Dude, we riding high now. We riding <laughs> high on the Houston stocks. So, so, so Mitchell's buying uh, Hunters and Houston stocks, whereas I'm buying Toronto and Dallas dogs. Boo, 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 boo. I mean, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not telling you. Good team. Dallas? Yeah. I like this. They're, they're, they're a good team. There's no reason they're not going to win games. No. It's just they're playing the Pacific West, so they're not going to win games. I'm sort of thinking it as sort of like soccer in the professional manner of the of the fact that it's hard to win games now in a watch league. Oh, 100% hard to win games. But, here's the thing. Does it make it easier? This is why I buy the Outlaw Stunks. Look who they're in the division with and look who they're playing. The The Atlanta Conference is significantly easier Wait, just to win games in. Yeah, and then next week, next week it's free for Houston because they play, I believe they play Toronto and Boston. Yes. Dude. Next week is free wins. If you can lose Toronto and Boston, you're, you're making playoffs. Yeah, Which and like mayhem and justice too. lose those games. Yeah, Philly's not going to lose Atlanta. those games. Atlanta's not going to win those games. So, Toronto, Boston. Well, Boston's already screwed. Toronto's in a tough division. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a win for Houston. It's 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 looking up for the Outlaws. Yeah. Justice, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Houston just they here's the plan. Here's the plan for the outlaws. They just gotta like chill, like middle pack, and then dude, just just in playoffs, put just let's show them off. Put <laughs> widow, dude. Just let him pop. But links are in the game in general. Yeah, dude. I don't know what was going on with Hosha. It was so it was the influenza B. Yeah, <laughs> I think they lost to Influenza B Houston the early on in the season because Don because we had to play Hydration, who has been super disappointing so far this year. Yeah, I don't. I, they're gonna do the the good old Gladiators and move them to uh, the- Sigma in the playoffs. I mean, not have Hydration's flexibility. He's a, he's a decent player at like what we've seen from from Team USA. Yeah. But I mean, hydration. His whole plan is a Doomfist one trick, and then Blaze beats him out on Doomfist. Yeah, but I don't think the Outlaws knew that. <laughs> it's gonna be a wild ride for the Outlaws. Like the free agency, I don't know what we're think thinking with this little. I don't know how it's gonna work. Hydration. Free agency this year. Think think of midseason free agency too. Houston. I mean, they're kind of locked. Everyone's kind of locked in with their roster, so. Yeah. Except for Shock. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, I mean, if they trade Rasko, I mean, what's he gonna do? Here's the thing: they trade Rasko, dude. The money's coming. The money's coming, but it's not like Rasko can just go fly to Dallas, either. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I don't know why Dallas would want Rasko. Now that I think about it, Be- because he gets a lot, he adds a lot of flexibility, and you know. But they do have Decay and Doha. They have Decay and Doha, but it's Rasko. He's good. Yo, he can play. I don't think this trade will happen to Dallas unless. We're halfway through the season, and um, the the stories have been myth-busted of the fact yeah. that Decay is one of the best DPS players. Yeah, he got a huge contract when he from the Gladiators, Gladiators two. dude. 300K. Yeah, he came in top prospect for season two. Did not look the, that promising. And I mean, Gladiators still, they took fourth, they took fifth in the league, though. Yep. And, like, made playoffs and did well. I feel there's a chance they could be in this year where the, they will dominate the lower teams. Dominate. And as soon as they hit those high teams, such as Seoul, dude, they, they're coming. Boom. That's what it's going to be for Dallas. I mean, they're going to they're gonna beat Valiant, and they might be able to beat Shock, from what we've seen. Maybe. Those are the two winnable games. Then after that, it just kind of gets difficult for the Fuel. That's why, I mean, everyone should make the playoffs. Because what if Fuel is the sixth best team in overall? If Shaq lose again bad this weekend, I know that it's an internal issue. If not, they're they're still mentally in the game. Yeah. Because they've shown that they're able to lose games and instantly bounce back and be one of the best teams again. Yeah. But now that we know that Shaq is, like, so good, there's a, a lot of pressure... And the the shot clearly might be feeling some. Uh, we are the ch- uh, champions of the league. Respect us, and then they get whipped. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know how that feels coming from football, where you know it, it's hard to you know be undefeated one season, and then lose your first two games, and then have to bounce all the way back. But all all you need is a, it's a positive mindset. Dude, are, oh, all yeah. you need. Hear me out. Baseball, baseball, baseball right now. Well, well, a couple years ago, undefeated the entire season, lost the championship game. Bad, real bad. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Vancouver Titans undefeated throughout the season. Vancouver only really was shown that they were dominated by the Shock and the Justice, ironically. But the Shock were the team that like beat them always, and then all of a sudden they get the championship against the Shock and they get dominated. Some people might not be talking about this, but in my head, I'm thinking. NYXL, if you don't win this year, you're going to be a top two team every year, but you're never going to be able to win. 100%. Like, no, I will no longer, if they don't, if they don't at least go grand finals this year, I'm no longer going to have faith that they'll be in the grand finals. Grand finals. You're putting grand finals hopes on the Knicks. Yeah, I think season one, first of all, that was so dynasty. What a choke. Oh, what a choke. What a choke by Houston. What a choke by everyone that didn't make the playoffs. But, like, when you think of NYXL, again, what a great season choking the playoffs to Philly. <sighs> but, like, last year, coming into it, one of the top three teams, top three, there was only three teams that really could be in contention to even have a chance at Grand Finals. And that yeah. was, you know, Shock, Vancouver. But here's the thing, NYXL, season one, Shock were not good. Vancouver went there. There was who, who was there to contend with the... Uh, Obviously, London. Who? London. London was there. Yeah, who ended up actually... And on. Oh, yeah. the, the, bracket demon, the bracket demon of NYXL. London ended up beating them in bracket and beating them. Yes, but were they there all season? They were not there all season. The point is made. Now that <laughs> in season one, we the NYXL shown... That they cannot come up clutch and they cannot beat teams that are like on fire. Yeah. In also uh, now they're showing that they can't hang with the big dogs. I hope they can hang with the big dogs. It would be a shame if Nixel followed the same fate as they did last year. No, I think. Well, last year they were sort of like, oh look, it's the Vancouver versus Titans. Um, showdown once again coming right back at you and then NYXL just got left in the dust as being the number it, two. But the Valiant I mean the Valiant uh Dyna, uh 
I can't talk anymore. New York last year in the playoffs, it was like a three-two game, or a four-three game. I can't talk right now. Yeah, it was an extremely tight Wait, game last year. The Titans. Nixle, yeah, Nixle and Titans. Yeah. But then look at them against the Shock. It was the forgotten. I mean, that was just the war path, San Francisco. <laughs> the Shock. Just as soon as this, the the rain, the rain ruined everything in the playoffs. Yeah, every team that got knocked out in the first round, or. Every team that got knocked down in general, dude, you do not you want, oh, you yeah. want to be based on the shock, dude. You, you don't want to play the shock in general, a, just ever. If I was Vancouver after I saw that they fought all of the last, like, two, I would have been like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> if we don't lose, if we just need to beat NYXL, that's all I'd be saying. As long as we make <laughs> the grand finals. As long as you go to finals. That would be – it was basically what you were playing for. Everyone knew the Shock were going to win, basically, yeah. after they beat uh, they beat Hangzhou in the winner – loser so, semis. I'm so proud of the Shock. They've shown that, like, there's not, like, a – there's not a theory that the team that's coming into the playoffs is just going to choke bad. What – yeah. happened. It almost happened. <sighs> they see nine – To the uh, – the, the, the moth – the C9 – the moth face could be the best face in Overwatch history. Anyway, we just got a bit of topic. That kind of wraps everything up, though. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you for listening to our first episode. Uh, it was really fun. Uh, if you want to get more info about us and have more fun, go to https slash discord.me slash Milwaukee Monsters. That's discord.me slash Milwaukee Monsters. You can join our Discord server. We have a lot of discussion, a lot of fun time. We're going to do some fun stuff in there. I recommend you join. So, yeah, thank you for watching. Hopefully, watching, listening. (laughs) Hopefully, you'll be back to listen to us next week. And happy Overwatch.